listening audience. It's Friday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for the Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're going to listen to some crazy music from Reagan's Polyp for a little bit, and then we'll be back. We have comedians from L.A., Stephen Swenson and Rudy Wilson. We also have a phone call set at 9 o'clock from Billy Joe Gillespie out of Boulder, Colorado. We got Sam Carroll in the house. I'm gonna do a little time, and we'll see what else happens tonight. I totally, I told people, hey, it's Valentine's Day, come and show the love for Mutiny Radio. But everyone must be out like celebrating this Hallmark holiday, and good for them. Put your hand or put your hands together. I am just my scripts are in my head, and that was dumb. Uh, listen to this weird music, and we'll be back with some comedy in. <laughs> Hey, if you want to call in and heckle a comedian or do whatever you want, <laughs> listen to a set, yell at your friends, yell at your enemies, who, you know, maybe you know, maybe you don't, maybe you're listening, 415-550-0511 is the call-in number, 415-550-0511, and uh, hey, call in, we'll have you listen to the set, and you can chime in and, and yell at them, or do whatever you want, we'll, we got horns! <laughs> Uh, crazy times here. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yay. Okay, well, I'm going to try to go out there and, and entertain our guests from far away. <laughs> entertain our L.A. comedians. Okay, everybody, cop for me. Yay. 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 Hey, fellow comedians and comedians, friends. We got a box of chocolates here. Yeah. 415-550-0511. Call in. If you, if you want to help me with jokes. Uh, are you guys political, terribly political people? Little political, not political, don't care anymore? It's so hard. It's surrounding us all the time. All language is political. I mean, I'm a feminist. I don't want to call myself a feminist. I'd rather call myself a cunt face. It's a little, it's like, it's more descriptive and makes more sense. But I, I don't know what else to call myself, right? 
Like I'm a female. I'm a person. I'm a woman. We are all people. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. <laughs> no one knows how to spell. Yeah. It sounds like there's men in feminism, but they're not really. <laughs> they're not really. It's not really there. There's so many other words that are political where, you know, every, every month women menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do. And you put your name all over it. And you think it's gross. Men straight. It's good. Uh, when w girls, women have sex for the first time, they break their hymen. Hymen! Hi! I can have sex with all of you now. Yay! Hymen! The one pronoun that subscribe, the one feminine pronoun subscribed or prescribed. Shoot, this is my one new tag, and of course I fuck it up. The one feminine pronoun attached to a word, herpes. Really? That's what we get? Herpes? Seriously? The one I do understand is menopause. Because I'm going through it, and men are pausing on me. They're like, whoa, she is old, jeez. Uh, I, I live in the Tenderloin. Do you guys know where this neighborhood is in San Francisco? You've heard of it? Shaking heads and, uh, yeah, like, okay, yeah. It's, it's, it, people slam a lot of heroin, you know what I mean? You got a lot of, you got people like looking around, things are real serious, but they're just walking on the street. It's very, it's not scary. It's just don't ever look anyone in the eye. <laughs> you know what I mean? ah! But I get, I don't know if it's catcalled or complimented. I, people talk to me. And sometimes, sometimes they say nice things. I was walking down the street and a man said, You've been living a long time to look 22. <laughs> That's a compliment. That's like not catcalling. That's a serious compliment. Another man said, oh, you got a nice fit on today. Oh, I am fit. I'm wearing an outfit. Thank you. It's like a double entendre and cat complimenting. I try not to wear skirts. Uh, I walked down the street and a man said, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? <gasps> ah! <laughs> that's cat calling. Also, that's gross. Like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That's weird. That's gross, dude. That's on you. It's actually on me. It's terrible. Uh, I do understand cat calling a little bit better because I have a kitten. I have a new kitten. Yay. And um, I call her all the time. Come here, baby kitty. I love you. Baby kitty, baby kitty. I love you. Come here. And then she like shows me her butthole and I'm like, oh, Get over here. And it, I run over there and I pick her up without consent and I flip her over and I kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> it's cat calling. Just saying I understand how that goes. All right. Well, I'm glad I got to run this. I really like that new herpes tag and I didn't mean to fuck it up, but there it is. I, I finally figured something out. Um, okay, well, we're going to we'll move right along. Sam, you want to do some jokes? Yeah, Sam's really high. We've been eating my pot bread, and boy, oh boy, does it confuse time and space. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, I'm inside my body right now. That's so weird. I'm just like a flesh bag of skin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Put your hands together. Oh, he's almost, okay, I'll sing the song. 
M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse Comedy. Say Clubhouse Comedy Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi. M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? You're trapped. <laughs> All right. You ready, Sam? Oh, you didn't turn up the microphone. You have to turn up one. It's one. There. No, he just wants it's, to be weird. There you are. It's one. There you are. Hi. You idiot. <laughs> was that, I'm sorry. Was that condescending? Condescending as fuck. I'm sorry. I'm so pretentious. Okay I just now. don't even know it. Are you going to read from your that was a sufficient. There? That was a sufficient apology for the crime. <laughs> we can move on. Are you coming out here? No, I'm going to do my set from back here. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to... No, you can stay there. You want to stay there? Okay. Chime in at any times. He just gave me permission. That's fair. All right, so I, I, I brought my notebook, as you can see, and I am going to read from it, but I don't want you to be alarmed. Uh, this night will be burned into the memories of all of us, eventually be forgotten, so it really doesn't matter what the fuck I do now, does it? <laughs> Is this, is this alt comedy? Is that what this is called? <laughs> Do you think hipster heroin addicts smoke it instead of injecting it because injecting it is too mainstream? <laughs> I had to use the bathroom the other day. I end up stumbling into a gender negative bathroom. No toilets in that bathroom. No. I had to shit into a filing cabinet. My dad bought a boat recently. Real quick, make some noise if you've ever drank water. Good. Sometimes you just got to check because the aliens disguised as humans, uh, they don't normally make any noise to that. Do aliens not require water? Is that, is that the correct? I didn't understand that joke. Aliens do not require water because no. Of co- what kind of question is that? <laughs> allergic to water you think life can only come from water do you know how many elements there are i think that i think that water i think that water is a lot because water we're 70 percent water and water can hold things like salt or like bacteria but water itself is its own thing i think water is god water water is god yes how can water watch you <laughs> It'll only be 10 minutes. It'll be okay. But, okay, but yeah. I have a question, we're both, Pam. We're both very high, yes. If water is God, how can, how can water watch you while you masturbate? But it's part of it. That's the whole thing is the water is part of the... Ma- God is p- p- part of your masturbation. He's not watching you. He is, he's part of you as you... The water exits your body. That's God too. Oh. Because semen... So does God leave you every time you come? Is that the... Yes. To, further, to further the analogy, does God leave you every time you come? You just lose a little bit of God? Why do you think when you sneeze, they say, God bless you? Because you lost a little bit of God in mist form. Nonetheless, in mist form, which is less serious than ejaculate or pee even. You lose a lot of God when you pee. Yeah. Is peeing sinful? <laughs> there used to be there used to be some religious freaks that thought peeing was sinful. When you were... If there Can you were, imagine that? Can you imagine the pain if that would come, wearing, come with that? If you were a girl and you were wearing a chastity belt, how did you take it off to pee? Or did you just have to pee in the metal thing? Or did they have a hole did they have you a, peed out of? There might have been that. There also might have been like a power wash situation, in which case a power wash was stuck into the underpants and then just pressed. 
I don't think they had power. Okay, no. go. They would they would invent some kind of aqueduct with using a lot of gravity to force pressure through a small hole, and it would fit directly into the asshole of the chastity belt, and it would clean it like like a like a car wash. It would just clean the entirety of that area. What else is in your silly book? None of this is in my book. No, I know, but go back to your silly book. <laughs> Sorry. What do you what do you guys think about uh, all this all this shit about Iowa caucus that's in the news? Do you think we should legalize it? I think we should legalize Iowa caucus. I know a guy who uh, wants to legalize suicide. A depressed guy, but obedient. Let me turn it over to the room. Uh, do you do you guys think suicide hotline workers get paid on commission? One yes. I hope so. I'm 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 leaving it up in case anyone else wants to speak up. Cause it's one to nothing. Dead air. There wasn't that much dead air. That's that fine. We, we just did, so um, I did five minutes and then we kind of bantered back and forth there. We're at 10 minutes, just so you have a timestamp. We have a new show on Mondays and it's going to be team comedy where we give comedy teams 10 minutes and they divide it any way of their choosing and they can like She's a magician, this woman. each other or they can have like a little play or they can sing a song or whatever they want to do. So we're dividing it up. So we're like, sort of like we were sort of practicing. Well, we'll see. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we don't know if we're going to like riff or like that would be. My riffing is not that good, clearly. I definitely yeah. want to talk Four about aliens and, and how they don't drink water. And, and I want that to be a point of emphasis. <laughs> I won't remember. Because it's even up for debate that aliens would drink water. 415-550-0511. 415-550-0511. If you are in LA and you want to listen, you should you should call in and you should do you should do exactly what this is to your buddies who are going to be on stage in a second. Call in, motherfuckers. Yeah, that would be good. You have anything more to say, or shall we be done? Oh, I got shit to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, this is a yo mama joke I heard on NPR the other day. Yo mama so dumb, she tried to murder suicide your dad, but she got the order mixed up. <laughs> NPR really? No. Okay, good. Thank God. I don't That's part of the joke. I'm sorry. I'm so. I'm. I'm so out of touch. I don't know anymore. No, like you no. Yeah, that's kids. what I'm. That's what I was g g gonna say. No, yeah, that was on NPR. <laughs> I listen. I am someone who listens to NPR. If you're wondering. Yeah. Are you a reader? <laughs> am I? Am I a reader? Are you a reader? <laughs> no, I'm not a goddamn reader. Are you the one who reads. The last book I read. The, the last book I picked up was a book about weather patterns and computer algorithms, but I, I didn't know shit about it. I ended up leaving out it out in the rain. No, I'm not a fucking reader. All right, guys, let's get into this story. It's, I, th I think we can get into this story right now, if we got time. Sure, one story, and then we're going to let our friends from L.A. have lots of... If I was a suicide hotline operator, I tried to be cool about it. Like, like, they called me. First off, I would transfer it to my cell phone, because I'm a cool operator. 
We'd lose some people on the five to ten minutes it takes for my receptionist to figure out how to transfer the button. But when I put that call through to my AirPods and kicked back in my recliner and stared at the mandala hanging from my ceiling, I would make him feel relaxed. He'd open the dialogue. He'd come off strong at first. He'd say, I'm suicidal. I'd say, hey, suicidal, I'm Sam, to keep it light. <laughs> and then I'd say... What you really need to do, and this is when I would remember that my being compensated based on my performance in this new startup suicide hotline in the valley. <laughs> I would say to him, what you need to do is consider mutual funds. A mutual fund is a great place for you to take the 50%, the 40% of the money I'm going to make off you living and put it into a mutual fund. Jim, do you know what a mutual fund is? His name's Adam. No, it's not. It's suicidal. Jim slash Adam slash suicidal does not know what a mutual fund is. Of course he doesn't. A mutual fund, Jim slash Adam, is a 10-year... You got a 10-year-old at home, right? How proud would you be if your mutual fund paid for your baby girl's college? Pretty proud. And deals. That's how you do a deal. So what I would do is I would wire him the agreed upon 30% of the money and Jim slash Adam slash suicide would take that money, withdraw it from an ATM, buy a really nice sack of cocaine and a cheap prostitute and blow his brains out on a day that I'm not working and it would not bother me at all. Have you ever thought about going to graduate school for creative writing? <laughs> that was a good story, Sam. That was really funny. It's a commentary on capitalism. <laughs> it's great, people! It's so esoteric. Everybody clap for Sam. Yay. It's so esoteric? Yes. That's so pedantic of you to say. Oh, <laughs> um, all right, which one do you guys, which one of you, we want on a Rosham for who goes next? Yeah, but we gotta do it out loud. You wanna, yeah. So come up, come up and Rosham. Okay. You can each do like 15 minutes or whatever you want. Come up by the microphone. Okay, here we go. People are here. Hey, everybody. I'm excited. Seen him before. He's gonna make he'll, he's gonna make all of us laugh. Call in four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We got the we got the phone lines open, and we're ready to laugh at the comedy of Steven Swenson. Yay! I shook her hand as if anybody could see it. Yeah, well, yeah. What's up, Woo-hoo! listeners that aren't calling in? You lazy fucks. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I grew up Mormon. Like, hardcore, knock-on-your-door Mormon. And, uh... What the fuck is that? Are you playing that music on the radio? What is that? (laughs) What the fuck is that? (laughs) Was my set even on? Was there music on the radio? Are we good now? Every, every, everything's good. Okay, cool. <laughs> Shit's going great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I grew up Mormon. So much so that as a kid, my mom took me to the Garden of Eden as a kid on a day trip. We went on a day trip to the Garden of Eden. 
Mainly because Mormons think the Garden of Eden is in Jackson County, fucking Missouri. I woke up, packed a lunch, went to the Garden of Eden, ate it, and then slept in my own goddamn bed. My mom was so excited. She gave me the whole tour of the Garden of Eden. She's like, this is where he was probably made from the rib, you know? This is where the snake probably talked to him. Don't eat that apple, Stephen. She got legit at the Garden of Eden. I, uh, what's up? <laughs> this is like very interactive. Do you have any questions? Yeah, I mean, I would love them. Get, 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 get these chopsticks over here. <laughs> you can't reach. I, uh, uh, for those of you listening, don't die. Oh my God, he busted his ass. Did you lose any water? Are you good? Do you have all your God in you? Little callback? <laughs> bomb water. Bomb water. Bomb water. Bum? Bum water. Bum. B U M. Bum water. Spell it. Bum water. <laughs> he doesn't know how to spell. You say it like, like, like bum, like a bum on the street water? Yes. Yeah, like dirty water with like herpes in it. Were you homeless in Massachusetts? For a time, yes. Really? No. I didn't think so. You look too young and happy. Like you have too much time to write shit and eat weed to, to have ever been homeless. Right? I do have lots of time. What part of Massachusetts? Uh, the racist part? Oh God, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Not interacting with that bullshit. So I grew up Mormon, right? So yeah, I, like I grew up, like when I left Mormonism, I was mad at my mom. Like I resented her for like sheltering me. And then there, there, I had a moment where I knew I couldn't be at my mom, mad at my mom for sheltering me because she's the most sheltered person of all fucking time. When she was 62, I witnessed the moment where my mom figured out what a blowjob was. She had no idea until she was 62 years old. My brother and I were watching news bloopers with my mom, and Shepard Smith was talking about Jennifer Lopez, and he accidentally mentioned that maybe she gave a blowjob. Me and my brother were laughing, and my mom goes, what's a blowjob? And then me and my brother looked at each other. And we said at the same time, poor dad. Fucking brutal, man. For 50 years, the dude's never been to third base. He just walks from second straight to home. Right across the middle of the fucking field. Slaps the pitcher on the ass. Good game. I need to give my dad a blowjob. Which means I need my mom to die first. But one of them has to go first unless you want them to die at the same time, right? So I need my mom to die first so I can give my dad a blowjob. They're not going to divorce after 51 years. She's got to go down. And then I can get my dad like, like old school chicks, 
like ones that are more experienced than uh, than anything else, just pure experience. Some chick that got backstage passes to Woodstock because she fucked the dude in security. That is the chick that's going to give my dad a blowjob, which is going to blow his mind because you go from not having a blowjob for 76 years to getting a blowjob from a woman with no teeth. Holy shit, that is the dream. That is amazing. What's up, man? How you doing? Are you performing? You're a real Woo! We have an audience member. Did you pay? It don't matter. Sit your ass down. We'll pay you to stay. Were you listening on the radio and you decided to come in? Are, are, you, are you a regular? He's a regular? Pop, pop it. I love it. Thanks for coming, bro. What's your name? Oh, shit. Me too. Yeah, yet another. We're fucking everywhere, man. Are you a V-in or a P-H-in? With a V. With a V. Hey, I, I, I knew I hated you, Steve. The minute I saw you. I'm a P-H, man. You thought, you know, you thought I was one of yours and you spoke too soon. Look at you now. You, you died on the hill that you started the fight on. <laughs> Yeah, I need my mom to die first so I can give my dad a blowjob. Get him one of those uh, gummers. I almost got one myself. I went on a date with a woman in Missouri from Tinder with no teeth. I'm not talking like a few teeth. I'm talking zero teeth because I didn't notice that all of her pictures online were like this. Every single one. I think she pushed a little air out just a little bit to make it look like she had teeth. So we go on the date, and I notice within five minutes she doesn't have teeth. It was pretty obvious when we, we went to the place, and all she ordered was a smoothie, right? That's the only thing she could get down her gullet. And here's how fucked up I am. I was thinking the whole time, can I get a blowjob without having to kiss her? Is that possible? It seems difficult. Getting a blowjob without having to kiss her, that seems almost, that's like, that's like solving a puzzle without doing any edges or corners. Like just finding a way. Like that is brutal. I didn't even try, I just took her home. And her mom was fucking crazy as shit. Her mom was wired out on fucking meth with blue hair and tried to fuck me when I pulled in. It was insane. And ironically, her mom had all of her teeth. You know? Oh, man. The opportunities we miss. So, this month is three years of my divorce. Thank you. Appreciate it. The best part is we didn't have any fucking kids. Yes. Thank you. Getting divorced and not having kids is like getting out of prison and not having a criminal record. Zero evidence to where you were for six years. It's fucking fantastic. Because that's what kids are, man. They're tiny little parole officers. You can't ever leave the fucking state. They're always asking you what you're doing on the weekends. You know, what are you doing this weekend, daddy? Well, I guess I'm going to be in Kansas because that's where your bitch of a mother lives. Right? 
Like when the divorce finalized and I got the divorce paperwork, it was all in that hear ye, hear ye talk. The shit where you understand each word individually, like hereby, there, okay. And then you read five in a row and you just fucking turn retarded, like instantly. Except for Article 7. I remember Article 7. Article 7 said, neither party has any children and the petitioner is not currently pregnant. Article 7 is my fucking shit. I want to print that shit out in fucking t-shirts, send them out, boom, on cannons. That should be my merch when I start doing merch. Fucking Article 7 on everything. Mugs, shit, birth control shit is what I really should put it on. Like little condom wrappers with Article 7 on it. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Man, she got me good. She, she got half my fucking retirement. Never fixed one radio in our whole goddamn life. Got half my fucking retirement. And she went fucking petty. I'll give you an example. All I wanted in the divorce were these dishes, these handmade dishes by my friends that are professional potters. That's all I wanted in the divorce. And she goes, okay, you can have them. I thought she was going to break them, right? No, 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 no. She's much smarter than that. So I get the dishes and I start looking through the box and they're all intact. And then I start looking at the wrapping paper and it's like this weird material. And I'm like, what is that? And I look closer and it was our shredded wedding invitations and wedding photos. Wow. Next fucking level. I respect it. I really do. And then she had full invitation. At the very bottom, she had full invitations and pictures so I would know what it was. I figured it out before then, but she, she wanted me to have all the information. Man, I'm glad I don't have something half me, half her running around. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> the best part of the divorce is not having to exclusively have sex with a person who's the worst person at dirty talk from the invention of sex or talking. She was so fucking bad at dirty talk, it would blow your mind. So the second time she ever blew me, and the last time, <laughs> so she was blowing me, and I'm like very excited because this never happened. So I start talking dirty. She's, she's talking to me. I'm like, yeah, you like that? She's like, no. And she kept going. I'm like, okay, that's fair. I'm like, yeah, you remember when we first had sex and I made you come three times? And then she took my dick out of her mouth to say this. She looked at me and she said, that wasn't you. That was all me. And I guess she was talking about, she didn't ride cock, so it wasn't that. I, I guess she was talking about how females have to be in a fucking certain like state of mind to be able to come because all she did was lay there like a fucking starfish. So I don't know how it was all her, right? And so my dick just died in her hand. Like it was in her hand and it just shriveled. And she got mad at me because she didn't want to suck my dick. She wanted to have sex. She's like shaking at me like, what the fuck is this? But it died so fast. It looked like somebody snuck up behind my dick with a chloroform rag. It was just like... 
get in the bag, motherfucker, right? It just went down. I didn't even put up a fight. Just, mm. But here's the thing. You want to get fucked by a hard dick, you cannot attack the male ego. The male ego and the male erection are directly connected. It's like the Matrix. If you shoot Neo in the chair, he's not going to be able to dodge bullets. It's fucking game over. But my, since the divorce, my sex life's gotten better, but like ju just as confusing. Because when I moved to California and I started uh, engaging in sexual affairs with Californian women, I started having sex with more feminists. Thank you. <laughs> and just in my personal experience, I'm not going to speak in generalities here, but I found the more feminist the chick is in the streets, the more she wants to be choked and called a whore and a slut in the sheets. And that is the most confusing thing of all time. It's very weird. Now, I, I like it. I want to make it clear that I like it. It's awesome. And here's why. Because what's every guy's goal in sex? Don't come too fast. And then everything else. Right? Well, when you're fucking a girl, and she's like, choke me, call me a whore, call me a slut, spit in my mouth. And you think back to 15 minutes earlier when she's like, Stephen, let me tell you something about the patriarchy, okay? There is no place for toxic masculinity in our society. When you think back to that, while you're fucking her and she's telling you to call her a filthy slut, you'll never come again. Your brain just short-circuited. You're like the Hulk and you're like the Hulk in fucking uh, the Avengers. You're always angry, right? It just reprograms you when you're fucking her and she's like, Call me a slut. Tell me the wage gap isn't real. Man, spread in my pussy. Oh, man. So, uh, I grew up, growing up, drugs and alcohol were like brothers to me because my dad used to abuse all three of us. Switched it up, ended on a one-liner. Hey, thank you guys so much. Steven Swenson with a PH, don't get it twisted. Yay! I was married. Uh, I contracted my first STD in my marriage. Yeah, that's uh, sexually transmitted debt. From him? Oh. Sexually transmitted debt. See what I did there? STD, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. I got his, I got his student loan debt. I sure did. <laughs> STD, sexually transmitted debt. That's one of my one-liners. It's so clever. Hey, hey, welcome. You're just in time right before he's about to go up. Come on in. Donate. Well, you can donate later. Just come on, take a seat. Have a piece of chocolate. I have a box of chocolates. I don't know if you like C's candies. It's Valentine's Day, so we have delicious candy for everyone. Please, please, please. I, they're all soft centers. The, the raspberry ones are dark chocolate, and it looks like they have a little C on top. I think those are the best ones. Uh, yay, you're here. Yes, hug and do those things. 
I, I could tell another joke about my first marriage. <laughs> no, it's, well, there were, there were all kinds of things with Stephen. I don't, I don't dirty talk well either. Uh, oh, good, everyone's eating chocolate. I, I know, it's, it's, it's the holiday. We're allowed to eat candy. Yes, all, all the day, all the time. And isn't everyone in a better mood when they have a piece of chocolate in their mouth? Like, oh yeah, There's, eat as much as you want. I, know I, got a, I got a two pound box for the, for the, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you made it on time to come and see uh, this next comic. I'm excited to see all the way from LA. I wish I had a better bio, but yeah, all the way from LA. I'm super excited that you can uh, join us and the radio listening audience can hear us too on uniradio.fm. But clap your hands in a wild slap you like motion right now for Rudy Wilson, yay! Ain't nobody listening to this shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, how... <laughs> How's everybody doing? Uh, it's only one person here I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it should be interesting. For, you mind closing that for me? I mean, you, you ain't doing shit. You know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This went like an unsuccessful church. Like we just getting this shit stuck. <laughs> we got no congregation. This is. You know, on my way up here from L.A., and that, it, was, it was like five and a half hour drive. I was looking at mountains and shit. I'm like, man, because, you know, I ain't never been to California. So all this was scenery. This is beautiful. You know, I dropped my little video today, my little comedy special. I was feeling good about myself. Now I'm here, and this is a... <laughs> it's feeling like a waste of time. <laughs> this is starting to feel stupid. Could have did this at the house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry for roasting your radio station. You please have me back. <laughs> Do you own it? You ain't laughing at none of this shit. <laughs> you got some some stock invested in this place? Oh. Do you have stock invested in this place? Damn, okay. <laughs> I thought you was on the team. He like, fuck this. Man. So how many people are listening? Because I'm still waiting on somebody to call in. Somebody, somebody calling? Do we need to text somebody back in the crib? Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. She got a radio voice and everything. <laughs> five five five. That's a movie number. That ain't even a real number. It's, ain't nobody calling that shit. <laughs> I told him to call, and he just take the chocolate with you, y'all. Now this is why this is why you need a video camera. Y'all need to see how niggas act, okay? <laughs> I want y'all to know that there there's white people in this room, but it's, <laughs> it's and it's funny how she knew y'all was related to me. <laughs> as soon as y'all walked in, she was like, "I'm so glad you're here." What if I didn't even know y'all? <laughs> Would I have been racist? <laughs> I don't I don't know those people. They're strangers. What's going on, Steven, man? How, what's, what's your deal? You you live out this way, San Francisco? I'm native. Native? Yeah. Gotcha, man. Uh, what, I mean, do, you, do you do something important since you've been here? Like you've been a mayor or something? Or you just... You started 420? Somebody look that, look that shit up, uh, Peter. What's your name? <laughs> Sam. What's your, what's your, Sam, right? 
<laughs> Look that shit up. No, look it up. <laughs> look, fuck that. If it, no, nah, if it's online, look that shit up. And it better be a picture too, motherfucker. And you see my cousin, he, we don't play. Niggas, we looking at that shit. <laughs> nah, fuck that. I don't believe that shit. Yeah. Technology. Yeah. Oh, shit. What's up, man? Well, you, you, come, you, you coming to perform or what you doing? You, you want to perform? <laughs> we gotta share the stage. That's it. Let me see. But what? No, what a picture at though. Your four buddies. What? Who? Who? What? They? They? They white too? There wasn't no black people. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm a little. <laughs> this man think he more important than me now because he started 420. <laughs> like, he think he Martin Luther King because he got his own holiday. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. I was just trying to interrupt y'all. <laughs> Steve Capper, that's what's up, man. Did, I mean, did you get paid from that or none? That's, you just get the Wikipedia. Gotcha. Damn. You're still working on it. Still working on it? You <laughs> Steve might let that shit go, man. Uh, I sent my for a few months until April 20th, and then nobody gives a fuck. I mean, none of, you sat right here amongst us, and none of us knew who the fuck you were, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a pretty important holiday. Like, we all know 420, nobody knew the founder was sitting right here. I would imagine. Man. I thought I was doing bad performing in front of chairs, but you, <laughs> you, you actually did some shit nobody knows. <laughs> I, I, I got an audience because my family came. You just, you just here. <laughs> oh man, what, what if y'all didn't move to California just recently? Like, what, what, what would have happened? Y'all wouldn't have got no chocolate. So you're a comedian, bro. It's his first day. <laughs> he said, "I would like to think so." I'm not. I'm not gonna like check your resume, bro. I'm not. <laughs> obviously, I'm not famous. I mean, you, like I'm Dave Chappelle sitting up asking this question. <laughs> I got on pajamas. I ain't even get dressed for this shit. I knew this was gonna be some bullshit. <laughs> for real, that's just. I told my mom I was gonna be somebody when I came to San Francisco. Uh, hour and a half or some shit. <laughs> How long this show been going? <laughs> Man, well, thank God for weed, right? This is, <laughs> that's what gets you through. <laughs> that's what gets you through times like this. Man, we could have really just did a radio show. I need a job here after this. This is you trying to pay us in Trident gum and shit. Like, <laughs> I need some employment. <laughs> that was a nice ride up here. It was. I like the. It was the mountains and shit. We don't see that over in the uh, in East Coast from Georgia. You from? You from out here? Where you from? Uh, What's up, man? You coming to perform too? Nope. Just an audience member. 
my man. Hey, hold on, wait, twenty dollars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, I got appreciate you coming. All right, man. This man work here. He walked straight to the back. This nigga, tired like he a he done kissed the host. This, this nigga played me. You from? Why you said Malaysia like you didn't think I was gonna know where that was at or something? You was like. <laughs> Listen, you don't need to do comedy if you this dark, brother. <laughs> you need to lighten up, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this got dark fast. Uh, no, nah, I know, I know Malaysia. I mean, I heard of it. I ain't gonna say like I know. You know, is that it, what? I don't, I don't know how to properly ask this question, but like, what type of people are Malaysian? Is that like, is that like Asian? Is that? I'm I'm very incorrect with this question. I know, like I could probably get canceled after this, but <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know how to ask this question properly. Like you know, like you know, like like if if like if somebody asked like what type of people in Jamaica, I would say they were black people with an accent. You know what I'm saying? Like so is Malaysia like because I can't really tell what you. So y'all don't even have like a color flag, it's just a skin. It's just everybody just different. So what what are you? Y'all just fucking in Malaysia. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Cause I mean, you, you, I thought you was Chinese or something, but then you had kind of like a little Australian accent to the thing. Go. I don't know. It was it was throwing me off because you was like, you was like all of us are different. You know, it was like. Is that even Australia? That's probably England. I don't know. I don't. I don't travel. Obviously, San Francisco is the furthest trip I made. <laughs> it's from L.A. Yeah, that's racist. Okay. <laughs> now that was racist. <laughs> that was racist as hell. I said black people with an accent, and you didn't. You didn't even know what accent. You just heard country. You were like Jamaican. <laughs> That's why nobody give a fuck about Malaysia. You don't even know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You want some chopsticks? Nobody. <laughs> Not, that's it. Well, he, the white boy gave it to that white boy, and then so I just figured maybe you, you know. All right. All right. You coming to perform too? Not at all. Are you are you dating somebody here? Not at all. But you work here. You going straight to the back? Okay. I'm just trying to see how many true fans are here, or is this just—is <laughs> this a staff meeting happening once this shit is over? <laughs> they like, hey, y'all, this show ain't shit. We can just have a meeting right now. <laughs> this nigga, <ain't> talking, <laughs> this nigga ain't talking about shit. Damn. Did did y'all did y'all have the y'all bought tickets online? Yeah. Oh god, let me get a little refund. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I get it to you. Send me your cash app. I pay for it. <laughs> they they probably need it here. We ain't gonna take it back from them. Steve, what else you do, man? What you do for a living? But after that 420, you ain't did shit, huh? You <laughs> you thought you was gonna be the man after that 420. He he ain't even had plans after that. <laughs> Oh man, that's why you came to the comedy show. I'm sorry. Get your five dollars back, sir. You, <laughs> you need that. 
Man, that's I'm sorry to hear that. You got you got a backup plan or you Okay. I mean you've been living here long enough. You ain't you don't know nobody here that can help you. You've been living in, in this this area long enough. You ain't you don't know nobody that can help you out. Oh, okay. Well tell me something. You sound depressed. You like you said wiped out. I don't know what the fuck that means. That may sound like everything gone. Wiped out? Everything had Gotcha. But you still had a little kickback. Okay. I don't even think you understood my question. Start doing comedy again. Oh, so you are so everybody works here. So nobody's here is just here genuinely to hear comedy. Since the early seventies? How old are you? You look are you out your white not cracking, sir. You you look you look pretty you look pretty good for sixty five. Like that four four twenty four twenty. This man, Steve is the man. You know they always be saying white people oh, age fast, but you I would have never guessed sixty five. That's good, man. You ain't stressing too bad. Forty years ago, forty years This nigga just told me he had a big dick. <laughs> Hey, I'm 20 from the neck down now. <laughs> he just told you he was healthy, and she like, <laughs> she like, kill yourself with this, sir. <laughs> Fuck you and all your vegan ways. <laughs> you ain't gonna come here shitting on us. Eat this. <laughs> Damn, Steve, you the man, man. That's what's up. I, I mean, I just had McDonald's today. Like this. <laughs> Y'all eating, y'all fucking up the chocolate and shit. Steve, Steve over here said he cut out sugar. Oh, wow. So you should have stuck it out. You could have been somebody by now. You just healthy and poor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man, healthy and homeless. <laughs> Letterman rich, he rich and shit. He got a shitty health habits, but you, you got it together, but you here with us. Yeah, I know Polly Shirt. This this man's a fucking legend. This is, Jesus Christ. He I used to fuck black black bitches back in the day. <laughs> Welcome to shit out them black girls. Did you grow up in a black church too? Like what else are you You like the most interesting man in the world. You dust Eckies or some shit? Your second mother was African American? What what the hell is a second mother? She was the help. She was the help. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Y'all, it's just us. <laughs> y'all, it's us, all right? <laughs> like, I, I, I got to do something, okay? <laughs> Shit. Steve, no, I'm kidding. He, he's doing way better than me in life. He don't, need, <laughs> he don't need my jokes, trust me. Go ahead, sir, I'm sorry. Tell me about your black mother. She was cool. <laughs> her loving arms? She had a big bosom, run right in the bosom. I wasn't trying to say, was you trying to be flirtatious? I'm just saying, like, did she? That's a, that's a, that's a good, that's a good loving mother. You got a black woman with some big, with big bosom, you can just make you feel safe. You come right in there. Hmm? Gotcha. 
Did she did she help you be this this great guy that you are today, or what is your first mother? She's headed what now? <laughs> I feel like we speaking two different languages. I was asking, did she help you become this successful guy that you are today? She ain't do shit. <laughs> she was just out there whooping niggas ass when you was getting beat up in the street. She like, mama, they whooped me. I got him, baby. That's what's up, man. You seen Big Mama's House? Did you see Big Mama's House? The movie? Is that a phone call? Oh, shit. Who texted somebody? This probably ain't a real person. It's probably her mama. Telling her to get home. Shut that radio station down. Get your ass to the house. <laughs> so how y'all doing, family? <laughs> awesome. Y'all drove over hills? Oh. Okay, who's driving? Oh, she. Oh. oh, gotcha. And freaking out of the scent. Well, yeah. What? <laughs> um, just mostly like ha ha. Yeah, I go ha ha the most. This man's selfish. I was having a full conversation. He, said, he just jumped in. <laughs> Where do you play? Are you coming to L.A. to see me? No, I said, are you coming to see me? It's full of shit. You are full of shit, Steve. Full of shit. We get it. You're a big shot, okay? God damn. Like, <laughs> we, we get it. We get it, all right? Jesus Christ. Let me perform to these chairs, Steve. They want to hear what the fuck I have to say. <laughs> And the listeners. <laughs> this place got a bathroom. Okay. I didn't know that. I've been having the shit for 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I do. Fast food restaurant. Um, I forgot what I was asking y'all. How, how'd it go in there? <laughs> yeah? Did, did you use it? What you, what'd you do? Did you? Gotcha. Now take it easy, boss. Yeah, man. You too, man. Thanks for staying. <laughs> Piece of shit. So you you how are you are you on the air like all day? Like how long is this? Just you? Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, I got a yeah, I got a uh, little urban spot I can throw in there real quick. The urban hour. Like, uh, do you mean like herb, like smoking herb, or like urban, like with a U R B A N? Well, I need to type into Google. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the second one. You. Oh, U R B A N. And, and are you referring to like music or like what's urban? No, for me to have my own, uh, like hour, my own show. Oh yeah, show. you could absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, that's how it works here at the station. It's and it's hundred percent free speech. You can swear, you can fuck swear, and you can play whatever fuck music yeah. you want. Did she just slide in fucking some type of way? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's the difference between swearing and fuck swearing? Like, I don't think that was necessary. I got swearing when you said that the first time. 
<laughs> it's just for double emphasis. You can oh. actually say fuck the police for two hours. I don't I don't care. Like you can just it's no, it's you can say fuck the police for two hours. <laughs> I won't make it to that second hour. <laughs> Where is the goddamn radio station? Where's Mutiny Radio? <laughs> Get that nigga off the radio. <laughs> he said that shit one more time. <laughs> Oh man, is anybody uncomfortable yet? I'm trying, this is my goal. I'm trying <laughs> try to make everybody as uncomfortable as possible so you can feel my raft up here. <laughs> I just remember, as uncomfortable as you feel, I'm the one standing up here in front of you. What's, what's your name? On this built stage they just did today. The thing about it, this is actually a really nice, like if this room was like, if people was here, like this shit would be popping. Like this is a really, you know what I'm saying? It's like the stereo from this. Your mic is on, sir. You're having a full conversation. <laughs> Sick, I don't even know how to be discreet on the radio. <laughs> he live on the air. Where are the condoms? Where? <laughs> yeah, man. I can help y'all with y'all marketing if you want a little tip with advertising. The one thing I learned in the streets, you just you get the flyer, you just put a stripper on the front of it. <laughs> For some reason, people always show up. You put a stripper on the front. Y'all ever know this? Oh, you ain't, the shirt, she never gonna be there, but it's just some naked girl turned around, got this little pose like this, and she get you there. I'm not gonna take the advice. Y'all selfish in this place. You shitted on me this whole time. You're not better than me, Steve. <laughs> I'll start 421 on your ass. <laughs> be doing a bunch of coke. Hey, um. You, you gonna become a comedian tonight? Yeah. All right. So when somebody asks you, man, say it with some confidence. All right, don't be telling me what you think you. <laughs> man, still scared. Jesus Christ. All right, man. How long you been? How long you been over here? Six months. That's what's up. You gonna make it, man? I, I hope so. I've been doing this a while. This is. <laughs> I should be doing better than this. Um. All right. Well. Uh, thank you all the, the listeners out there. Uh, I'm going to throw up my Instagram. If nobody follows me, I know you've been lying by listeners this whole time, okay? It's, it's at Rudy Willy Nilly, uh, R-U-D-Y-W-I-L-L-N-I-L-L. -L -L. Um, and I know it's, it's time for me to go. I do want to say this. I, I dropped uh, my 30-minute comedy special today on a really huge network. Uh, I know all of y'all don't really have this. Um, it came out on YouTube. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a big network. Fuck y'all, all right? I didn't say it was cost nothing. It's, it's, I said a big network. Somebody's calling in as I'm leaving. All right, so thank you, family, for coming out. And um, all right. What's it? Grab, grab. Rudy Wilson, willy nilly, willy nilly. Join him on Instagram. I don't understand how Instagram works. Yay. Hi. Come on in. Yeah. Oh, do you remember from from where? Oh, I said yeah for date night. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the the new coffee place down on the corner. The whole deal. Come on in. Yeah, we were pretending that there were ghosts in the chairs. You don't want to sit on someone's lap or no, no. There's no one. There's no one there. Have a piece of chocolate. Happy Valentine's Day. There's a box of chocolates behind you. And um, I don't, that's art, somebody left, you can move it. It's uh, 
It's all good. Well, this is going to be, <laughs> this is going to get weird. We have, uh, I've been, the Muni Radio Comedy Festival is coming up and there's comedians coming from all over the United States. And so what I've been doing at the show is having them call in to do a set. So you guys came in right in time. We have uh, from Boulder, Colorado, Billy Joe Gillespie is going to be doing an eight minute set for us via the phone which is weird when you're here as an audience, but on the podcast, it sounds pretty cool. So I'm super stoked. Uh, so put your, is she ready? Yeah, okay, so put your hands together, everybody, for Billy Joe Gillespie, yay! Eat you, gonna, gonna eat you, gonna eat you, eat you, eat you, gonna eat you, gonna eat you, right on! Hello, Comedy Clubhouse. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. I don't truly believe that Valentine's Day is for everyone because I don't think relationships are for everyone. I really don't think relationships are for me. And that's why all my Valentine's Days are totally doomed. Last, well, one Valentine's Day, I showed up to uh, get my date. We had dated for about a week. I arrived just in time for the end of her wedding. Apparently, I was her last fling. Meeting the new husband was a little awkward. I've learned not to order flowers too far in advance. Because when you break up the night before Valentine's Day, when that bouquet of long-stem salt in the wound is or is delivered the next day, you know you're the biggest asshole on the planet. I'm sure she had to explain to everyone why she, no, she's really not the luckiest girl in the office. I'm not that big on capitalism, all the uh, purchasing of stuff, but one of my exes was. She fell for the whole phone with, with the herd little sheep thing. We never went to dinner the rest of the year together, but for Valentine's Day, she had to take the night off, and we went out to these elaborate plans that she had made. Got to the restaurant and was told there would be a three-hour wait. As we left, I was like, really? You didn't think you needed reservation? Not at all. This is your first time doing this, huh? We ended up in a different place where I could totally tell that server had requested the night off. They seated us at a dirty table, wiped the crumbs right into our laps. Halfway through the meal, it's like, why do you insist on bringing up the bit in me tonight? Can't you see one of us still has a chance at getting laid here?
I really, I, I have to admit, um, my healthiest relationship ever was, uh, well, it was thanks to Ambien. I really, um, at first, you know, I didn't, I didn't understand just how much of a gift it was that you could have an argument every night until you got it right. I pretty much groundhog dayed the entire relationship. It was awesome. The only problem is when I realized that she didn't realize how great our sex life was, it made it a little weird. I ain't trying to be the lesbian version of Cosby here. I have to admit, though, it is really nice when you can say stupid shit in, at night and still have a peaceful breakfast. Everything has its upsides. I have to admit, um, Valentine's Day is not the day when you should be meeting your your significant other's family. So that is weird. Especially when you get hit with stuff like, well, you know, they don't run in my family like it does yours. That's a white people disease. Which I responded, you realize that I am dating your sister, right? So gay might not be running just yet, but it's definitely getting on the blocks. I'm from a very small town, um, very farm life. I didn't really have human playmates growing up, but I did have the bunnies and the chickens. One day, my parents came home with a cow, and I was in love. My mom says, whoa, you cannot make a pet of this cow. It's going to be hamburger. Okay. Hamburger and I were great friends. That fateful day when my parents tried their best to tell me my pet cow ran away from home. Yeah, my older brother was not having that. Every night at dinner, you know who was having That was the trouble getting me to eat as a kid. Now that I knew I could meet friends, I think my little tender heart would toughen if I raised my own commercially. But my first batch of ducks... Only one hatched, and my name Duck Quacker. We best buddies. And last year, um, the prayer was said, and I looked out the window, and where's Quacker? Everybody looked at the duck in the middle of the table. I had teetered vegetarianism my whole childhood. They just knew Tim was going to do it. But my dad, a hell of a chef, 
and I love duck. And when I gave in and took that first bite, I realized that animals raised with love are the most delicious. The more civil unrest I see in our society right now, the more I've started to gather my vegan friends close in case we need something to eat. Thank you, Comedy Clubhouse. Have a great night. Billy Joe Gillespie out of Boulder, Colorado eats her pets. Yes. Yes. I, I am a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to take my cat and I want to shave him and I want to knit a sweater out of his fur and then I want to make him wear it. <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady. I do love cats. Do you love cats? No, you don't love cats. You a dog person? Not an animal person. You're a dog person. Okay. Bird, dog. Bird, but just cats. What's wrong with cats? What do cats do? You can't. Oh, I love that. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, they stare. You know, the, the best is like, I'm always... I always get to have a threesome because my cat is so involved. Like, he takes his tail and, like, whips it up in different places. You're like, oh, do you know how soft a cat's paw is? Oh, do you know how soft a cat's paw is? I love cats. I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked them. Meaning that my cat loves me back. Yeah. Oh, my cat loves me. I love my cat. Um. Or, or women really do taste like tuna, you know? Yeah, either, either way, these aged purple lips are a fine, a fine sashimi, you know? It's, it's ahi, none of that albacore. It is dark and purpled with age. It is not white tuna. It is dark and scary. I'm 45. That's what happens when you masturbate your whole life. <laughs> Things change colors. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't know. I should. That's what I love about feminism. All these women in the 70s like burned bras and or read books or whatever so I could talk about my butthole on stage. Yeah, feminism. In the 70s, you couldn't do that. You weren't allowed to do that, in the, right? You couldn't talk about your butt. You couldn't be, you couldn't talk about anything. You couldn't swear. You couldn't, you know, anyway. My butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. Sorry, I haven't had kids either, it's incredible. I just drank a lot of alcohol for a long time. Kind of the same thing. I'm a responsible adult. Instead of having kids, I just, you know, have hemorrhoids because of alcoholism. Yay! I'm sorry, sometimes people are like, what is she talking about? Which is why I'm gonna bring up your next comic. He's so squeaky clean, he used to be Mormon. Put your hands together for Steven Swenson! Yay! Part two. What's going on? There's actually people here now. There's a, woo! We got a few asses and a few seats. Yeah! Oh man, let me tell you something. I was thinking about this today because I ate a hot dog earlier. Growing up, I fucking loved hot dogs. And my, my childhood consisted of people trying to love, ruin my love for hot dogs by telling me what hot dogs were made out of. 
They thought if they told me what hot dogs were made out of, it would change my opinion of hot dogs. It didn't work. Changed my opinion of pig rectum instead. Turns out it's fucking delicious. <laughs> I'll eat some goddamn pig rectum. It got to the point as a kid, I would go to the petting zoo and start checking out pigs' asses. Woo, check out that ass. Get some ballpark going with that shit. Let's get some mustard up in here. So I've been, uh, I've been driving Lyft, a lot of Lyft. And back in Missouri, I took a hooker to go fuck a guy. Both ways. I took her to his place and then back to the shady motel she lived in. So I go, I have to go to the shadiest motel in this already shady town in Springfield, which has the highest murder rate per capita in the United States. Woo! Go Springfield. And I have to go, I, so I'm in this motel, and it has like its own ecosystem because the pool is giving off a fog. So it's like a horror movie, and I'm just waiting there. And the name on the thing is Michael. So I'm sitting there waiting, and the time is ticking down, and then Michael calls me. I'm talking to Michael, and he is the most nervous human being I have ever talked to. You would have thought this was some sort of drug sting, right? He was like, uh, yeah, is this the uh, Lyft driver, Steven? I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, well, the, the, the Lyft isn't for me. It's for, for somebody else. It's not a big deal, dude. And I look up, and out of the shadows comes the most hookery hooker I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. She had the boots. She had the skirt. And she had an extra 40 pounds. At least 40 to 50 more than Julia Roberts ever had on a Pretty Woman Day. So she walks up, and she does the whole hooker thing where she just, like, Right on, right on my uh, window, like, hey, sweetie. I'm like, yeah, let, get in. Let's go. So she gets in, and just this smell wafts over to my side. And the best I can explain it is cigarettes and cum. Brutal. And I'm, it just hits me, and I'm just staring at my little air freshener from Yankee Candle. And I'm just making eye contact with it. I'm like, bro, if you get me through this... I will buy every overpriced candle you guys have ever fucking made. So I'm driving her to the destination to go see Michael. I'm driving. There's an awkward silence. So I just start being passive aggressive. I'm like, so, going to see a friend? She's like, yeah, going to see a friend, right? And it just cracks me the fuck up. And then we get there, and Michael, he doesn't put in his address. He put in the leasing office. And there's 20 buildings at this complex. It's the biggest complex in Springfield. So we're just sitting at the leasing office, and I'm like, which one is it? And she goes, I don't fucking know. And I'm like, some friend you are, right? So Michael has to come down. Let me tell you something about Michael. Michael's the most stereotypical would have to pay for sex dude I have ever seen in my entire life. Six foot five, 350 pounds, neck beard. He looked like he just sold his entire Magic the Gathering collection to get some pussy. He's like, how much can I get for a uh, Victorian temple, right? So she goes up. She goes up with Mike Dog. I get on the highway. 
I'm driving 70 miles an hour with all four windows down, airing out my truck, laughing like a fucking maniac because it was hysterical. So 45 minutes later, after I grabbed some food, which I ate in the back of my truck because it still smelled like cigarettes and cum, I got back in and I was headed back to my brother's place and I was just about to turn off the lift app. Ding, ding, Michael. Now I laugh like a real maniac. I was so fucking excited to finish it. So I go back to Michael's place and she comes down the stairs. And let me tell you something. Michael is the best host of all time because she came out of Michael's apartment with a mug root beer and one of those little bags of Cheez-Its like this big you put in your kid's lunch. He gave her a snack pack. So she gets in and she's like, hey, can I eat these in your truck? And I'm thinking, I'm going to have to hose the whole thing down anyways. I don't give a fuck. Get in, right? So she gets in. She sits down next to me and we're driving. And I go to t take a left, so I have to look to my right to check my blind side. And I see her just kind of staring at me inquisitively, eating her Cheez-Its like this. She's like looking at me like in a ponderous way. And I'm like, what, what's going on? She goes, you know, I was thinking earlier when you picked me up that you look really familiar. And I'm like, yeah? She goes, yeah, I was wondering if you were one of my clients. And this is when I said the douchiest thing maybe I've ever said. After she said, I thought maybe you were one of my clients, I responded with, client? Huh, what do you do? Are you a lawyer? <laughs> and I pushed it too far where she went, no, in a tone of you, asshole. She goes, I'm an escort. And I said, well, it was a good thing Michael had you to show him around his own apartment where you didn't even know where the fuck it was. <laughs> and she started laughing at that. And then after we addressed the fact she was a hooker, all we talked about was the fact she was a hooker. I got a 15-minute TED talk about what it's like to be a hooker in Springfield, Missouri. I got it all, man. I got why she lives in that shady fucking apartment. Or no, the shady motel. She fucking lives there for 69 bucks a day. If you per diem that shit, you can get an apartment in L.A. for cheaper than that. But apparently you can't put blowing dudes on the internet on your, re on your fucking application. So she has to live in a shady fucking motel. It's brutal, man. She told me how she can always tell a cop. And she also told me that she showers in between all of her clients because, quote, she ain't no dirty bitch. And she keeps a clean coochie. I would just have to say my nostrils beg to differ <laughs> on that. So I dropped her off, and the saddest thing to me is I still don't know her name. It's like an enigma. She's like the, the character in those westerns, like the man or whatever. She, to me, she's just the glorious hooker with three piercings, but one of them was missing because the middle one was infected. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, but uh, that's who she is to me. Hey, thank you so much for listening to me again. Appreciate it. Steven Swenson, everyone. Slightly shaming sex workers, but we can take it. It's okay. It's okay. 
No, I, I love I love sex workers. I think they do a really important um, labor for the community. And I think that as a feminist, we should support all forms. I should say as a Marxist, we should support all forms of labor. And some some of women's labor should be legalized. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. So th here's one of the things that make me crazy, right? As a Marxist, women go through labor to have a baby. We literally call it labor and you don't get paid at all, <laughs> ever, <laughs> for anything. And then if you actually do get up there like, oh, you're on welfare. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm on food stamps, baby. That's good stuff. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Yeah, everyone should be able to eat. What are you talking about? It's good stuff. I like a good stamp, which you get the cold foods. Go to Safeway, baby. Being an artist is fun. I love it. I'm really excited that you guys are all here. Um, if you want to, I'll pass around a little bucket. If you want to donate, please eat chocolate. It's, it is Valentine's Day and C's candy is really great. Are you, does anybody like, are you two together? Brother, sister, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. They're both really attractive people. I didn't notice that they don't, I don't know that everyone looks alike. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Somebody said once that we should um, black out the windows and use this place to film porn. And I was like, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have put those two sentences next to each other. That's a problem. <laughs> those are two separate ideas that came across. Because I don't even watch porn. I don't, I never have. It's always been very weird. And um, my ex-husband um, was an African-American gentleman. And he was the first man I ever had sex with. And I didn't ever watch porn. And I was very, very Christian raised. And I was very, very prude and everything and we were we were married we were together for like 13 years and um he never let me have a dildo and I didn't really we never thought about it or anything like that and I'd never but if we'd go to parties and people would be like oh your husband's black he has a huge dick I was like yes I absolute it is enormous and he, I mean he's, he's slanging yeah right and they're like yeah and like everywhere we go they'd be like little stereotypes are this way and I'm like yes they are I yeah uh, but you know, I didn't really have any context. And then I, uh, left and I got divorced and I moved to San Francisco and, uh, became the whore of Sodom and Gomorrah. And, um, I slept, yeah, oops. And I slept with my first white guy and I was like, holy fuck, your dick is enormous. And he was like, well, six inches is pretty standard really. And I was like, what? Perspective, you know, like not all stereotypes are real. That was like my first woke moment. I was like, oh shit. This whole time I might have been a closeted racist. Uh, what? That was a fun story to tell. Uh, hey, we have another comedian for you. He's a newbie and he's, uh, but he's originally, if I guess, from China via Malaysia, and we're super excited to have him. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ivan Chu. <laughs> Alright, alright. Anyway, um, don't worry, I don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> Even if I did, I only spread it to white guys who wear their baseball caps backwards, alright? <laughs> Fuck you all. Anyways, uh, Valentine's Day, what are you guys doing here? Aren't you, aren't you guys supposed to be making Valentine's babies and stuff? Right? Uh, how long have you guys been married? Are you guys not, not together? Zero? Best friends? Second trimester? Oh shit, oh shit. You know, I guess we are, we are here because we do not believe in love, right? Fuck love. Love is a lie that we tell ourselves at night so we can escape ourselves. That's, that's, that's just it. 
Like, let me tell, let me, let me tell you an Asian story about love. It's my parents, all right? My parents have been married for 40 years. My mom had Alzheimer's around 10 years ago, okay? So my dad has not had sex for 10 years, okay, perspective-wise. Not had sex for 10 years. And, yeah, my dad is a very loyal guy. Like, he would take care, to really take good care of her, bring her to the shower, bring her to the toilet. Because at the end of the day, you only need a person to help you treat stuff. Shit, wear your clothes, and eat. That's it, right, at the end of the day. So my dad, I feel for him, man. It's not... It's been so dry, and I recently found out that he was on Tinder. He was on Tinder, and then he had, and he used a younger Asian guy's picture. He's being a fucking catfish on Tinder. Are you serious, dog? <laughs> not approved. Not approved. You wanna? I'm okay with you. Have finding me a stepmom. Totally okay. Just, just be, just be yourself, dude. Just be yourself. Oh, yeah. More of the story. Um, stay away from old Chinese men that. That are catfishes, right? <laughs> That's the more of the story, you know, right? Fuck my dad for being a catfish, right? So uh, I'm from Malaysia. I've been here less than a... I've been here one one year since... Uh, and I speak really good English because girls in Malaysia just love guys who speak sexy English. Dude, we, we, we fucking love white guys. Like, we just love white guys. Okay, I used to go to this... I, I was breastfed in Malaysia, went to high school there, learned everything there, right? Where my high school was opposite this park, which had, which had a big-ass field, all right? And every time, me and my friends, we would wait there and just wait for white people to come and sunbath. Because it was just an astonishing concept. Who the hell sunbaths, man? In third world country, we call that physical labor. Like, who the hell puts their ass, lays their ass flat against the sun and gets roasted? Like, that was just so mind-blowing, dude. Like, what? What? Because are you on detention or something, dog? Are you on detention or something? But, yeah. And then my friend, her name is Ching Chong. <laughs> she gets really excited when she sees white guys using chopsticks. Am I going to use chopsticks? Okay, I use chopsticks, too. What's so exciting about that? Because they don't show in the Hollywood movies. Oh, come on, man. Like, yeah. I love white culture and stuff. I really do, like, I, re I really fucking, that's why I, I've been, you know, trying to imitate, I call, they call me a chigger, which is the chi chi China plus the N-word, you're not supposed to say it, but yeah, a chigger. <laughs> it's just a combination, it's made in China, we Chinese people take everything from you guys, okay? That's how it is, we're gonna take a pronouns, we're gonna sound sexy on our own, okay? Like, alright ma'am, uh, have you ever been with a, do you find Asian men attractive? Not at all? Oh, have you ever been like? What? No, I was just gonna ask you. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because Asian men are like this, all right. Like, all men are have a food menu, and Asian men will be the lowest, dude. Like, we would be re expired. We'll be whatever, right? We we expired time. We're the one that vouchers go for, right? We're one of the homeless people wait for outside. Well, yeah, you know, you know, why you get one of me, dog? You get one of me. I watch a lot of porn since before I had pubic hair. Do not have pubic hair. How many porn has Asian men with a white girl? Very little. How many porn? Two. Yeah, maybe just two or three. That's it. Well, we need representation. We need representation. Okay? Like, seriously. Okay. I understand why white my why Chinese girls love white guys. I work in this boba store, okay, with this very, very attractive 
Chinese female. All right, very attractive. See, the thing is, she doesn't speak a word of English. And guess who she's married to? A white guy. Are you fucking kidding me? How how are you gonna communicate, right? She says that this is directly translated. She says that she they communicate using Google Translate and I and just direct eye contact. Like, are you fucking kidding? Like it just it just yeah, I just I, I don't know where to go with that. It's just a paradox I'm trying to pull it out. But yeah, like and white guys just uh please stay in your fucking lane. Like don't 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 steer over and drive into the Chinese lane. We are already struggling right here, dog. The least sexy man, smallest dick, and you want to come in and drive into my lane without the blinking signal and take away my mating, my mating choices? Why am I gonna masturbate my whole self the whole life? Why, but, well, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of sad, dude. It's just kind of, it's just kind of sad. Holy fuck, I got a, I got another show to go to, but yeah, uh, I guess that would be my time. Thank you. <laughs> Oh yeah, happy Valentine's Day, shit. Yay! Ivan Chu, yay, yay! Well, we did it, friends. We had a comedy show, and there were people here, and it was great, and we ate chocolate, we had a good time. If there's any left, shake it. Is it all gone? Good, hey, I could put you in some to-go boxes. We'll work it out. Thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you all for being here. I have... Like um, a little donation bucket if you want to donate. If you don't, that's cool too. Um, follow us on Instagram. That's a weird thing to say. Uh, the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. We're going to have comedians from all over. And hopefully all the chairs will be filled. Yay! But thank you to the listening audience. Thanks, David Zunzu. Thank you all for being here. Uh, Steven Swenson and Rudy Wilson from LA. Yay! And Billy Joe Gillespie who called in. And Sam Carroll and Ivan Chu and me. And I think that was it. Thanks, bye! Yay! You so ugly, you so ugly, you so ugly, you so ugly.
All right. Well, all the people left except for me and Sam, and we still have some time left. So Hot mic, hot mic, hot mic, hot mic. Yeah, it is. I'm flying blind, too. I don't have the headphones on because I can just read the meters and know what I'm doing. So that was a fun show, surprisingly. I I was a little worried at the beginning. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, it's just comics and a girlfriend. We're in trouble. But then it all worked out. I need headphones. No, you don't. I don't. No, I see. I'm watching the movies. I, I, I can't hear you. Yeah, you can. I'm right here. You can. All right, that's wanna, better. That's better. I turned it up. <laughs> I turned it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, so, what did you want to talk about? Should we Should we talk about our, what did our I want to talk about? Set on Monday. What we're gonna do it was Zima. Aliens, uh, <laughs> the water aliens, with water the aliens. aliens, water aliens. Well, the I mean, hopefully the aliens will bring us. Water. Well, we seem to believe not to Ted talk it, but we seem to believe that the only thing that creates life is water because maybe that's just us and the God that we believe in, which is water. Here's the thing about that, though. There's no way it would be so coincidental that if we found other life, that water would be the thing that they're doing, too. We know water makes life, but there's lots of shit that makes life that we don't even know yet that we haven't even ex- discovered yet. How about how about? Because how would we like? We haven't discovered other life. I think that cephalopods, like giant squid and octopi and things of that nature, I think that those are actually aliens. That like one time when one of those big like asteroid things like hit the Earth, and then the there was weird alien stuff in it. And they lived in space, like zero, super low grav, you know, gravity stuff, just like the water. And so that's how big, huge, giant squids came about. They're actually aliens. Are you so talking really about those? Are you talking about those bugs that they sent up into space to see if they could survive without oxygen, and they did it, and they fucking did it? Well, that must be this. St- yeah, that same stuff that lives like in frozen, crazy places, and then also in volcanic, not so hot stuff. And then they. It can yeah. survive anywhere. Right. We haven't figured out what even kills it yet, besides just like raw energy in the form of heat or whatever. So it must be an alien. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's I air. bet where it came from sucked way harder. Have you ever thought about that evolving in a different planet where shit just sucks so hard? Well, I mean, wouldn't you? Because <sighs> we have it pretty good, but it could, it could, like life could exist and it could be just one big pile of steaming suffering. Well, would you want to live on Mars if you had to wear one of those suits and everything was super pressurized and scary? And if you went outside, you'd like immediately evaporate or whatever. I think my survival instinct would be too strong to, like, kill myself if those were the conditions. Like, if those were the conditions, I couldn't fully convince myself that, like, not procreating and existing would be better. I lost if, you. You double negative. I, 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 no, you're <laughs> saying, like, would, would, I, would I be willing to live on Mars if I, if I had all this space shoot shit? At, right. I just, what, I, like, what I'm saying recall. is I couldn't. Like, total recall. Like, uh, the first one, not the second I couldn't one. bring myself to kill myself, I think, if those were the conditions. I think my survival instinct would be too strong. But you wouldn't want to live there. Like, no, I would hate a, it. I would fucking right. wake up every day miserable. Right. Same thing as, like, on the moon. I wouldn't want to live on the moon either. It'd be too difficult. I don't know. The, there's less... <laughs> I want to live on the Nazi moon base. <laughs> I don't. I would never even get in a spaceship. Jumping up and down would be really fun on the moon. Really and, fun. And so that would not so get old. Trampling. Or maybe it would. Maybe you'd get old. It's, it's like a, how long does it take thing? you? How long does it take you to? How, how long does it take you to take for granted a good view? 
Like, do you remember the last time you saw a good view from like a, a building window or something? Um, so I, I always see a good view when um, I take the 33 bus from here to, you know, Ireland's 32 or other places. But just the other night, just last night, I took the bus. And when it turns that corner, the bus, and it's going up toward the top of the hill, there's this amazing view of the city that's like the whole, it's like the, the bridge at a weird angle. Thanks, dear. Uh, and it's the whole city and then but now there's that stupid big Salesforce building anyways it's really pretty it's really nice and every you don't time take I it for granted? stare out the no I don't take it for granted I like looking at pretty things come on that. come on no, you can't take you, you can't not take something for granted like when you go up a mountain you don't just stay well, there well, something brings you back down. So there's something that's like you got to get back down the mountain. You can't look at this view forever. Well, but everything is a view. I mean, if you're tripping hard enough. Yeah, right. Well, that's the thing. I smoke so much weed that I'm constantly amazed by what I see. And they I call that vuja day. That's it's the oh, opposite yeah? of deja vu. Where you're constantly. I heard this from Method. I heard this from Method Man. He's like, you know what vuja day is? It's like so deja vu is when you. Oh, no, so I when know you experience is. something and you feel feel like you've experienced it before, oh, yeah. Vuja Day is experiencing something you've experienced many times, but for the like it's for the first time. Yeah, Vuja like Day is also a good, like a virgin. Vuja Day is also a good name for a stripper. Vuja Day. Vuja Day. Vuja Day. We're joined. We're joined by David. Or Zanzi Chastity. Christian. I like the name Steve, Chastity. Steve Buscemi. That in like I Reservoir Dogs, right? We got Tarantino writing a whole thing about like a virgin was being fucked so hard that it was like it was her first time again, right? So that's Vujade. And Steve Buscemi was doing the fucking? Steve Buscemi. And then he had this whole conversation about how he wouldn't tip a waitress. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. I don't see. I don't, I, don't, I don't have enough of that memorized. The only thing I can remember from Reservoir Dogs very clearly is that awesome song where he's dancing around and he's cutting that guy's ear off. <laughs> but yeah, it's a the great the song is a great song. I like to sing it for karaoke too. Yeah, it's that's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jokers to the Ryan. Panic. Can we talk about smelling? You could talk about whatever you want. Smiling. I have a question for smelling and memory. Like oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Because Dude, they I'm great at memory. Well, no, do you have do you have associative mem do you have associative memories with smell? Is that what it's synesthesia? No, synesthesia is when you can feel cut. No, that's when you can like see colors or see when you can feel colors or smell well, no, them. Two senses. It's smell synesthesia. colors. Synesthesia. Yeah, you're you right. Can yeah, you can smell colors. Yeah, you can oh, smell yeah. colors. <laughs> like so, look at a color so and smell Magnus it. Magnus Carlson, the best chess player in the world, he has visual synesthesia and he sees white and black like we see like a spectrum of a rainbow huh. and so he looks at the chessboard that's white and white and black and the squares change color to like explain where he should move Oof. yeah his like so, train sometimes oh yeah you can take a handicap and make that the strongest fucking strong arm in the world do you think <laughs> hey talk right into the microphone like yeah, talking about, sometimes yeah. when i um play pool i just and wanted I've to had, be joe rogan for a second sometimes sorry. sometimes <laughs> when i play pool and i've had more than three beers i can see the geometry like Fuck i see yeah. little lines and i'm like all i have to do is keep my elbow straight and i can like i can see where things like there's, i can actually see there's it. a pool table now that has like a fucking projector from the top oh, cool. that is trained to uh the, the to dot. cheat to help you cheat well, so the dot at uh <laughs> so it's the dot at the beginning of your pool cue and the dot on your backhand they're trying so to make it a makes a line and then it shows the geometry of the ball cheating 
Yeah, it's iPhone pool in real life. That's what it is. I don't know if, what iPhone pool is. Is that a problem? Cheating? Well, people, people who play iPhone pool get so used to like thinking it's just the easiest thing ever. And then you go and play real pool and you're like, nah, fuck this shit. Eh, I have too a hard. table at my place. You have to play pool for so long to even get just a tiny bit good at it. Oh, yeah. I'm shit at pool. Actually, my favorite is uh, to do uh, three walls. Three wall, like a three-walled shot? Yeah, three walls. Yeah. That's your favorite shot? That's my favorite fucking shot. That's pretty advanced. That's pretty advanced shot, David. Well, yeah, because it's so it's so stupid that no matter what you do after you hit three walls, no matter what you do, if you hit another ball and it goes anywhere, they're just like, damn, right? So you just go off. And yeah, I know walls, a guy who does and that. Then anything after that that touches is fucking impressive. You ever know a guy that'll lose and then he'll do three walls on all the balls that are left to like no. redeem himself? Like no, if I just no, get one so three wall in, I'll I'll, I'll feel good about so this match. The stupidest thing I've ever seen is Massé. What? So uh, Massé is taking a shot where your cue hits the ball at like a downward angle and you have to have like a short stick, like a hopping stick, and then you hit it straight down and it makes it so that like the ball literally like boomerangs around other balls and hits it at different angles. Oh, I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah, I was wondering Magic. how they don't hit the pool table. How do they not ch- chalk up oh, the pool actually, table? Actually, yeah. Well, so it actually can split the felt. But they don't That's hit it. Don't they the pull it back? They pull it back right before it hits. Yeah, if you're good. Okay, I'm bad. bored. Sam, um, oh. don't forget your, uh, don't forget your your flyers. Don't forget your flyers. See your flyers there? See how they are there and you forget them? Or maybe you shouldn't get them wet. And you really need a special (laughs) stick for that? Yeah. Yeah. It's shorter and fatter, so you have more fucking momentum. Just spin it. Just. The real question is, how do you feel about Liverpool? 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 As in the soccer team or like Sorry. a place to start a band? Sounds like, sounds like a biohazard to or, me. Yeah. Or or like a puddle of blood where like you jump in and like fucking head bob until the death metal's over. <laughs> no, liver, liver, Liverpool sounds like a famous like liver transplant in no, which a, a kid died in a pool. In England and they have a soccer, they have a soccer team that John. It's a Liverpool. It is. Well, how racist are they? Jonathan, how racist are they? Like, Who's out of 100 fans. Out of 100 fans. That's, I mean, everyone's racist. Just some people are bigoted. <laughs> yeah, because the EU the is dealing with racism in FIFA oh, right now. That's sure. a huge issue. Fan base is, it's a, it's a, probably the biggest global fan base out there. Do you know, you know, Besides Manchester United. Oh, I'm sure David's heard this joke a million times, but David, do you, do you know what I love about soccer? What? <laughs> Finally, I get to watch hot 23 year old men actually make their goals. <laughs> they literally make goals. That's what they do. That's all they're doing. How do you feel about the goalkeeper? Oh my God, Jan Sommer. <laughs> uh, I have the Swiss. I loved watching the World Cup because of the Swiss national team. Oh my God, that their their how keeper, blonde is he? No, he had brown hair, <laughs> and it was so long. And he wore this. Yeah. He wear this like little. He wear this little like headband, and he was like a supermodel. He was so pretty, and he'd leap. He looked like Batman. He'd leap. Into the side, he was so good. He was a great keeper. Yeah, <laughs> but they're 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 making goals too. 
I mean, they're trying not to make. I don't know. The joke doesn't work so, for keepers. Wait, 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 wait. So, uh, did you ever Young play summer. FIFA? Do I like in video games? Yeah. Um, the only I played Nintendo hockey in like 1991, 1999. I played a lot of hockey. Um, My dad just bought a boat. You guys ever drink water? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty far-fetched from what we were doing. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. I just learned what that was. I didn't oh, know what really? that was. Yeah. yeah. We didn't know World of Warcraft. Classic. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't know anything. I'm so unhip. I thought Kanye West was an airline. <laughs> I've officially stolen that joke from Paul Sanford. I think he's dead. He's fine. Is he fine? He's alive? Have you seen him? I have him? no idea. I have no idea either. We but learned the Leroy Jenkins reference in Athens, Greece. Yes, in Athens, Greece. We were from, taught uh, from Athena. a Greek guy. Taught us what Leroy Jenkins was. I had no idea. Oh man! Oh man! That was hilarious. Dude, did, I still have I still have friends that are addicted to World of Warcraft, and I like just try and like bring them out into reality and just the get thing? them drunk and blackout and realize that your real life can reset and you don't have to waste it on a computer. So here was the craziest thing one time years and years ago. Uh, this is a little plug for Amnesia, but it's closing. Amnesia's closing. Wait, Amnesia's closing. Amnesia's closing. Um, oh, I which forgot is, about that. Which Wait, is what's this? coming up in the cross then? Fuck if I know, but I mean, Amnesia was the first place that I ever. Um, um, tell them to be. Oh a little fuck! Quieter I forgot about that. Um, tell them they can be a little quieter if they can. <laughs> if they could be, if they could, that would be great. Well, yeah, um, uh, Jenner's Joe hung out there. Well, so there, there, that stage was where I used to do a ton of poetry, oh, and for sure. before I did comedy, I did poetry there, so I knew a lot of the comics. Before I even started doing comedy, I knew them because they knew me as a poet. Which is, you know, basically comedy. It's laughable in either way. Well, it's just the difference between a punchline and some end rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> but I see what you did there. Mm. Um, but that was the first place I did. I did comedy on July 17th, 2011. Uh, but they're closing. And why was I saying that? Billy Holiday? No, something about amnesia. And now I can't remember, of course. There's oh. a joke it's there. Closing, yes. There's a joke there. Um, gosh darn it, I don't remember. It's this pot has. Really I don't remember just, either. What were we? Even? So, I just don't remember. Can I? Give I you feel like I have amnesia. Yeah, that thing's closing. Everyone, don't yeah. forget the word amnesia. Think of wazima. That's the new word. Mondays, third Monday of the month. It's gonna be Zima? a good news. What is Zima? What, what Zima is a, it's what a is club. Zima? See, Zima's delicious. Zima's the white claw. That's the thing that makes me so crazy. Is these dumb kids, these dumb fucking kids. And white claw. I drink the white claw. It's just malt liquor. It's fucking Zima. It's fucking Zima rebranded. That's all it is. What Zima? What, I don't know what Zima. You is. don't know what Zima is. I well, so okay, so I actually work at a bar and I do all the sign work at a bar. You don't. Know and they Zima made is. me do white claw as a logo. So. I did like the Japanese waves. Oh, yeah, yeah that's good. I did the Japanese waves as a logo for White Claw. And then the great wave. after I did it, they actually opened a box of White Claw and started selling it at the bar. And I drank the White Claw. I just wanted to erase the sign. Like, it's, it's really. <laughs> um, so I've. I didn't. <laughs> Everyone's That's artistic integrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I fucking hated it. All the kids are talking about White Claw, and so I got terrible. the opportunity to drink some, and it fucked me up. I had three White Claws, and I was well, fucking it's not as bad as wasted. Hey, 
Hey, is a lot safer than Four Loco? Oh, I remember Four, four Loco was like a bottle of wine. It's 700. <laughs> it is the size of a bottle of wine, and it's 12, yeah. 11, 12%, which is wine anyways. But it looks like it's in a can. It's very, very so, confusing. So I got you in ever trouble play with Sparks. Four, four Four Loco Challenge? No, I had four Sparks once, and I threw up. Is that so 16 Locos? No, no. You drink four Four Locos. Yeah, and 16 four, Locos. And no, that's, no, no, no. Four one an hour. That's impossible. You'll die. You'll no. So total no, no, no. of sixteen just, no, locos. No, 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 no. Yeah. just four four locos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's sixteen total locos. No, four times four one four loco is four locos. <laughs> one four loco equals four locos. Oh, yeah, sixteen Six, times locos. Sixteen total yes. locos. I am very locos. Um, that's so, a lot of locos, man. So I am a nerdy son of a bitch. Uh, I played Magic as a kid. Yay, but Magic the, the Gathering! Moment, the moment I could buy weed, I just started buying weed and hanging out at a magic shop and like talking about like weird shit like hentai and shit. Right? Hentai? Go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Okay. So by the time Four Loco came out, right, I was 17. Thanks, babe. Four Four Loco Challenge <laughs> is something that you do when you're 18. You're like two times the number, man. Oh, yeah. Do you drink four four locos on your 18th birthday? Yeah. Well, 17. I'm surprised you didn't This is an initiation ritual where you're from? Yeah, that's what nerds did to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol poisoning. Because one person in the group is like a 30-year-old neckbeard. How fucked up do you get? How fucked up do you, do you get? Know how quickly I had access to alcohol. Oh, because and he was like, "Yeah, man, you're growing up nerdy. You can have alcohol." And yeah. I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Because you were oh. playing Magic: The Gathering, of course. Yeah. Have you ever played oh, yeah. Magic? Oh yeah, weed, Sam. alcohol, just nerds. Sam, do you know what Magic: The Gathering? I know is? what it is. I've never played it. Oh. Fuck yeah. Hmm. I'm, I, is there? I there's an intellectual yeah. component I have, of it. I, have I understand. Two, I have two decks in my bag at all times. I Whoa! Let me decks. see one. Uh, I have. It. Well, I have the. You know my decks. It's. I have the yeah, white, white. You know these decks. And I have. Um, you know these. Decks. I have the thick ass decks. I have the poet. Wait, decks. no. I have the poet deck. <laughs> so one poets. of one of my deck is is all. It's I call it the poetry reading, and it's all little penner one ones, and most of them fly, and then they band. Yeah, here. And then let the let other one is the mother in law deck. Oh, Mom of Runes? No, it's a, it's a mother-in-law deck. It's all about my ex my ex-husband's mother and she was cunty and so like every card Do you card... have the card Inspiration? I don't remember. What's in there is like Disruptive Student and fucking like Whip Tongue Frog and Wait, Manta Ray. Wait. Oh, hey, Disruptive it's... Student is Teferi. They turn him into a planeswalker. The original flavor text uh, is, um, is Urtai. No, no, no. It's Baron, <laughs> it's, the the vice president of Talarian Academy, talking about how Teferi is ruining his classes. Well, the reason that he's I chose that card. He is cheated, that he cheated looked, on his wife too, didn't he? He looked like no, he, he looked like no, my ex husband. He didn't have a wife. He looked he looked like my ex husband, the little character because he's oh a no way. Kid. And so I was like. I, I put yeah, 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 it in there because I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I know that yeah. shit. Yeah. That's what my ex so, looked like. So Teferi is so broken these days because they made like six copies of the card and they kept making it better that he costs three mana again. Okay, so he costs anything like inflated like six or seven <laughs> mana. They they accidentally put a version of him that's three mana, white, blue, one, uh, four loyalty, minus. I don't understand all the loyalty, all that new stuff, oh, all that new fangled crazy stuff. So you play the it classic planeswalker. So, so Sam's like, I'm bored. Wait, 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 wait. So, so you are a player, 
and you get to play one land per turn. Okay. I'm a player. That's because you walk from reality to reality, and you find like a zone, like a mana field, and that's what's giving I you energy. I always need each mana turn. feeds. Fields. Right? I need a mana. Too short, baby. White pinner deck from Oakland. is all white mana. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you keep jumping like reality shift, playing from playing from playing from playing from playing. Yeah. Some could be like fucking Jungle Book planes. And jungles and shit. And then others could be like Little Home on the Prairie. Whatever the oh, fuck. Oh, I'm excited about it. I like Little Home on the Prairie. Right? But so that's all your planes. To ferry. Three planes. A plane by a plane by a plane is a cube. <laughs> yeah, it's a long way down to the bottom of a warp core. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's from Star Trek. I recently. How long is it? I rewatched all the Star Trek Next Gen just recently. So, okay, so Data. I right? love Data. Okay, so but that was Data. Sorry, that was Jordy Lamar. Check this da- out. I love big his hairy out. Data in my mouth. <laughs> this Saturday, I love big Data in my mouth. Hey, so this Saturday is Red World Spider. Championships in Magic. A million dollars on the line. What? Sixteen players with the best tournament dollars. record around the world. Wow. So they jump from like Europe to America to Asia to For play a in tournaments. Dollars. And so the the sixteen top records play, and the winner gets a million, and like second place gets like half a million and you get like minimum like 20 g's for just playing in it and the winner that's insane (laughs) what no 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 no. for magic the gathering yeah no he's make he's saying of cocaine well you could take that twenty thousand. is it legal there you could take the twenty thousand dollars whatever oh yeah coke's legal there oh totally is coke legal in hawaii yeah it is no yeah it is if it if it oh that's alaska no that's alaska he just says it with authority hey hey if you if it washes up on shore i think it's the law of the sea right <laughs> sure if the sea brings it to me if the mailman brings you a package you know you know they used to say you know they used to package. say that sea foam was zeus's jizz and aphrodite was the product of that well no that's poseidon mm. poseidon's jizz yeah poseidon uh, uh poseidon's testicle was stolen by hermes and implanted in Aphro- uh implanted in the clam to make aphrodite consensually or what like yeah. what's going on there yeah that's the original legend Consent. Zeus was. Can water consent? Water is sex. Water Water is God. (laughs) We we are. We have five. We have three minutes left on this silly, silly podcast. All right, Sam. What are your last words? You gonna say something clever? Oh, wait. Last rites. So there's a magic card. Uh huh. Solemn simulacrum. Sad robot. Two minutes and 45 seconds left. Sad robot. Sad robot. Robots. So his name is Solemn Simulacrum. And he looks like Data from Star Trek. Oh, he looks like Brett Spider. Yay. And he was made by the world champion in 2001. He got to make a card for winning the worlds, but he only got $10,000. The minimum amount of money you get from even participating is 20000 now. So he only got 10000 yeah, well, but now you win a million dollars when you win. One million dollars. Hey, I am in the wrong business. <laughs> I, spent, I spent my time unwisely. Uh, if you want to spend your time wisely, go oh. to Wazima on <laughs> Monday. On Monday at nine, and what see the Wazima? new show. It's a, it's a, it's a bar. It's a club. What is a Zima? It's a, it's, a, it's not a Zima. It's a. Wild. I saw one in Golden Gate Park the other day. A Zima. It's so quick, Zima really is stealthy. a drink. Zima really is a drink from the early nineties. Wait, wait, is it a zebra? But the the white stripes are black stripes, and the black stripes are white. No, it's a Z. 